Blog Talk Radio. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I, I like to um, keep in touch with him because also I have um, I have four other siblings from him. Oh, okay. Well, I'm my mom's only child, but I'm one of five of his. Oh, okay. Now, speaking of your father, you're biracial, part African-American and part Japanese. So are you close to the Japanese side of your family and that culture? Because from the the little I know of age and cultures, they don't really embrace fuller figures. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's definitely that. Well, the Japanese person on my dad's side is his mom, which is my grandmother. Mm -hmm. She... um, you know, and, and on my dad's side, we're all not skinny. So we're all plus size. Some of us are super, super skinny. Some of us are overly big. You know what I mean? Like there's different mm-hmm. sizes. Um, so it's never been a problem or anything of that sort. But as far as the culture um, mm-hmm. over there, it's really not that big, you know. But um, because of my looks, Japan mm-hmm. loves me. Really? Yeah. And I, I, was, I said the same thing. I was like, oh, okay. But I think it's just because they like the way that, no matter what I'm doing here in America, I never, ever forget that I'm Japanese as well. Oh, so they like that you you represent both sides. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. So how was it to grow up with a famous mother who is a sex symbol? As a young girl, how did that affect your body image? Um, my mom never made me feel like I was supposed to be as small as she was or that I was supposed to be anything more than I was. Her main um, goal was to make sure that I was healthy. And mm. that's what I told girls. No matter what size you are, make sure that you're healthy. If you don't have no health problems, then you are all fine. Um, but but it's harder because you have people who compare us. And right. it's like you can't compare a mother and a daughter. We're on right. a whole different span. We're two different people. We do two different things. Right. However, um, I know that majority of guys in school used to say little slick comments to me and I used to be like, you know what, uh <laughs> don't let don't don't fool, you know, the pretty girl. I'm from Chicago though, you know. <laughs> so you had some issues with that, but besides that I I was fine. So it was no extra pressure on you at all to try and lose weight or anything like that? Well, my mom wanted me to lose weight because I was at a stage where I wasn't healthy for my age and my um height. Mhm. So she wanted me to lose weight for that. That was really the only, per se, pressure that I had to lose weight. But it was never for looks, so that's a good thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so many of us, including myself, were introduced to you on TV One's reality show, Lisa Ray, The Real McCoy. So mm-hmm. how was that experience being on a reality show? Were you hesitant to even participate on the show? Um, You know what? I was excited about it because... I've always been backstage and always been in the background of a lot of things on sets, but this time it was like, okay, this is this is different, you know, I'm in front of the camera, um, and it's not a you know photo camera, so right. it's um very different. But it's fun because you you become family with your crew members. You're around them all the time, so you have no choice <laughs> but to start to like them. But um, it's really really fun, and I was excited about it because I knew that it would open up a whole new branch, a whole new fan base for me. And I know a lot of people that appear on reality shows, they say, that's not really me. They edit me to be mm-hmm. a character, but that's not the real me. Do you think you were accurately portrayed um, through the show? Um, yeah. Well, the, I think that we'll play a, a key role in that is my mom is also the executive producer. Oh, so okay. Go through. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that we wanted to make sure that we did, because so many reality shows now are not reality. 
You know, they're right. very, very fake. They're very scripted. They're right. very played out. They you said they say you're gonna come in this room and y'all gonna start fighting over something. Like that's not right. real, you know. Especially with so, the African American women on these reality shows. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to make sure that our show remained exactly what reality is supposed to stand for. Now, on the show, a lot of people were surprised watching the show that at the time you were working at Bath and Body Works and just living mm-hmm. a normal life. So was pursuing a career in entertainment something you wanted to do and had interest in, or were you just thrust into it with this show? Well, um, modeling was something that I had been wanting to do. Um, I was losing a lot of weight to get to the point where I felt like, okay, now I'm ready to you know, make that make that appearance. The show kind of pushed me up on that. I was like, oh, snap, i got to get ready now, <laughs> you know. But um, it wasn't something that I wanted to do, but it was never acting. That's, that's her thing. People a lot of assume that I'm supposed to go into acting because of my parents, but that's not true. Just because your dad is a doctor doesn't mean you're going to be one either. Right. Um, so that that was different. But as far as me working, yeah, I worked, I worked at Bath and Butterworks, and I moved up to Victoria's Secret and did their marketing. I worked at LA Fitness. I had two jobs going to school. I'm a normal person, you know. I, did I have those bills people like everybody job. else, and I need did money they to pay them. Did you know you would need to raise daughter? <laughs> um, I worked in a predominantly place where I was mostly doing marketing, and when I do marketing, I'm in the back office. Okay. So I'm normally not on the floor. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, like my boss, she knew, you know, after. And I didn't even tell her. I, I turned in the application I had my interview. I had a second interview. I did all of that like I'm supposed to do. I turned in a resume and everything of that sort. So once I, you know, started telling her, like, okay, I need today off because I got to go to the premiere. I need today off because I'm going this. She's like, where are you going to all these places, you know? <laughs> so I told her, and she was like, oh, okay, you know. But she was cool about it. It never really affected my work or anything of that sort. I still got written up if I did something or, you know, same thing as everyone else. Hmm. That's interesting. So speaking of living a normal life, you even went to school overseas in London and Switzerland for a few mm-hmm. years. Now tell us about that and what were you studying? When I went to Switzerland, I was there for two years for my last two years of high school. So I wasn't studying any major or anything. It was just regular high school. But it was very, very different because it was boarding school. I had so much more freedom the rules of Europe, period, are much different than what we're used to here in America. Um, but I'm, I'm an only child, which it can have a, it can be a, a bad thing. You can be one of those people who don't want to be alone, or you can be one of those people who love to be alone. And right. I love being alone. I love being, you know, I could sit in my room all day long. You'd be like, yeah. I don't even know you home, you know. So I just I just love that that independence that, I can, you know, when I was little, I had imaginary friends. I was all good. I tried to play every instrument. Can't play none of them now, you know. So it, I was, I was just a very experimental and things. So I'm, I'm finally being alone. So being that I'm experimental, I went over there and like, I'll try it. Tried it for a year. Um, and said, you know what? I only got one more year till I graduate. Let me just stay over here. And I was fortunate enough to have that money and be able to do that. So if you have that opportunity, why not? So was it a program at your school where you went with other classmates, or that's something you did on your own? Well, I went by myself. I went by myself. Um, wow. My 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 mom's ex husband. He had a friend who sent all four of her kids there, and mm-hmm. uh, I was talking to her, and she was giving me some testimonies on it. I talked to her son about it and her daughter and things, 
and I tried it out, and I, and I liked it, and I just wanted to, to continue doing that, and that's what made me go from Switzerland to London for college. Wow. So why did you end up moving back to L.A.? I ended up moving back to L.A. because um, that was when the divorce all hit the fan. And me being an only child, my mom can say, I'm okay, I'm all right, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I, we have a very, very close bond, as you can see. Right, and right. I'm, you know, I, mean, I, I heard it in her voice, and I was like, oh, I'm coming home. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. You drop everything to come and support your mom. That's Yeah, you know, that's, that's one thing I can say about college is that, you know, anything, you can always um, – Stop go and back. go whenever you need. Uh huh. Whenever you need to. Mhm. Now let's talk about this new budding modeling career you have. Now, mm-hmm. how did you connect with Nelly and Apple Bottoms to be their newest model? I actually, um, a friend of mine named Choke in New York, he told me like, you know what, we're gonna get you some sponsorships for the show. Blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I'm still new to this. I'm like, oh, I'm excited. You know, right. And um, that happened. I end up getting sponsored for them for the first season. Um, next thing I knew, it was like, you know what, Nelly wants to try to do a shoot with you. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, <laughs> cool, cool. We did a shoot, and next thing I knew, I was the next plus size, that first plus size model. Yes, and that's awesome. I love apple bottoms, by the way, so I was mm-hmm. really excited to see you. And so I was, I was reading... excited because once I saw a lot of their stuff, I didn't realize that apple bottom had more than jeans, which a lot of people don't realize. Yeah, you they know, have I, I always, Yeah, I always looked at it as, you know, jeans and shirts, cute stuff, but like always mall or going out and things like that. So when I saw that they had all these shoes and all these dresses, and I was like, oh, yes, send me that. <laughs> I need that. Mm-hmm. And I was reading through the blogs, and when a lot of people wrote about your campaign pics, they were saying Apple Bottoms has a new plus-size clothing line, but that isn't true. Apple Bottoms had a plus-size clothing line for uh-huh. years now. For years. Mm-hmm. But that just goes to show you how in the major clothing lines, the plus-sizes don't get equally promoted. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how does it feel to be the first plus-size model to have a campaign for Apple Bottom? I mean, that's that's major because Apple Bottom yeah. is like a mainstream. It, it really is. Line. And the funny part about it is the day before my photo shoot, which you guys will see on the second season, um, the day before my photo shoot, I knew that it was going to be an online campaign. Nobody told me I was going to be at Macy's. So, <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know, I just had to be like, oh, my goodness, this is this is bigger and better than I could have ever imagined. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm happy about it because, like you said, for, for not only being a plus-size model, but being for their first plus-size model means that they have faith in me. Yeah, you made and I've been getting. Mhm. Uh huh. And I'm um, I'm getting people hitting me up and stuff like, you know, girl, I didn't even know they had dresses. That dress you got on in your profile is cute. I'm gonna go get that. And you know what I mean? And it's like, I'm actually, I feel like I'm fulfilling my job. Yes, yes. And you're really getting people to talk about Apple Bottom because it made yeah. quite a buzz on the internet. Yes, yes. So we also got to give a shout out to Derek Blanks, your fabulous photographer. Yes. Um, yes, Lord. Based out of Atlanta, and he's known for the alter ego photo shoots. Now, mm-hmm. did you go to Atlanta to shoot this? No, he actually came to me. He came to L.A. It, it was great. I had a whole team um, 
I, they really, really made me feel like, oh, this is this would be great. This this is you know big. They had um, makeup coming. JoJo came from New York, and Derek J um, oh. came from Atlanta as well to do hair. Um, so it was it was a really big production. We were there all day long, but we had fun at the same time. Derek is a he's just like me. One hit quit. Once you got that shot, all right, switch next to the outfit, you know? Yeah, so I had the opportunity to do it. with him before and he gets it oh, quick. Yeah, he so does you not know. Keep you he's there all quick day. with it. I love it. As soon as he got his shot, he's like, Okay, I'm done. I'm like, You sure? Yep, uh huh. I got the picture. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's real talented. Um so this photo shoot was filmed to be a part of the reality show as well? Yes, yes. We wanted to get um, you know, more of an insight because you know, the first season was about everyone getting to know the rest of the family besides my mom, me, Quincy, you know, Trev, Tom, Andy, Jamisha. Um, but this season, because of so much feedback, the number one thing that was taken from the season one was me and my relationship. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to um, show more of what I do. Mm-hmm. So being being that said, they came to the photo shoot. And you'll get to see a little bit of the inside and things and sort of, you know, people think, oh, a model, yeah, that's that's easy. No, it's, it's really not. No, it's not. You'll, you'll see that every single pair of my shoes were a half size too small for my whole shoe. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So your feet all <laughs> so, marked up. Uh-huh. It was not cute for, not, for nine hours. Mm-mm. Ooh. Now, is your relationship with Apple Bottoms ongoing? Will we, will we see more campaigns from you with them? Yes. Yes, um, my campaign is for their spring of 2011. So mm-hmm. we um, actually getting the, these pictures and stuff are are coming out sooner than I thought. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it's it's because of the, I think it's because of the the press and people are excited about it as right. well. You know, so I think that they were like, okay, well let me get them a little some some you know here and there to hold them tight until it comes out. Um, I think that with being spring coming up, it's, it's going to be bananas. Like I told you, we have so many outfits that we shot, so I'm thinking it's going to be, you know, a really big campaign. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for you. Now, like I said, your Apple Bottom campaign picks were flawless. You looked amazing you. in the pictures. But speaking of the blogs, the blogs can be really ugly and negative yes, for curvy women. So do you read the blogs? And what advice has your mother given you about haters? Because I know she knows about the haters. Oh, yes. Yes, she does. Um, when I first, before even I became, you know, into modeling, I remember the first blog that I was ever on by myself. I had been on pictures and things with her, mm-hmm. but the first blog that I was ever on by myself was Media Takeout. Uh-oh. And, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I went on there because I had got a text message, like, you know, you're on Media Takeout. I was like, stop playing with me, you know. And I checked it out, and I saw it, and they were just saying, you know, how I've grown up and things. And I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. Then I got down to the comments, and I cried. Oh. I cried because... I cry because it, it, like, hurt me that people were talking about me and did not even know anything about me. Right. And right. it just They're made me awful. feel like, mm-hmm, made me feel like people are really, really sad. Now, right. you know, point blank up to the past, the future, mm-hmm. two months later, right after I started losing weight, mm-hmm. I was on there again, and they were saying, oh, she's losing weight, you know, blah, 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 and then she's becoming a model because they have some of my modeling pics on there. And people were all, it, it was so crazy because most of the comments were positive this time. And I was just thinking, these are probably the same people that had the negativity to say about me before, and now they look at me as a whole different person because, what, I'm 20 pounds lighter? Right. And that's you know, and it made me realize awful. how shallow people are. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Now right. I, I go on the blog, I check out what the actual blogger has to say, and I don't even read the comments. I keep it pushing. <laughs> and that's probably the best thing to do because people are just uh-huh. negative for no reason. <laughs> yes, so, they are. So dealing with that, you have to have high self-esteem. And I know that besides modeling, you're getting into motivational speaking, specifically Mm -hmm. to young girls about self-esteem. So tell us more about that. Do you use your experiences like with the blogs that help you uh, talk about Mm self-esteem? My mom used to do a lot of um, motivational speaking, so I used to go out to town with her. And for me, when I was younger, it was just, oh, I get to go to this place. I've never been here before. It was fun. Um, I never really got to understand or really listen to what she was saying because it's my mom. You know, you, you know how you sometimes you're closer to your friend's parents because they're not your parent, you know, it's right. a different perspective. Um, but for me, I feel like there's so many girls, young girls, reaching out to me for advice. It makes me feel like, oh, they actually want to hear what I have to say. They're asking me for advice. Why me instead of so-and-so or this person or that person? Um, and with that saying, people can – can relate to me because, like I said, I I held down two jobs, was going to school and filming a reality show at the same time, which, you know what I mean, a lot of girls, they work, they have to go to school and things of that sort. But then again, I'm also living that life that they want to live. I'm going to these premieres and these red carpets and photo shoots and things. So I feel like I'm that middle man for them, per se. I can tell you, you know what, you know, all of this right here, don't let the, all the glitters ain't go. Right. And, you know, I can still say, you know what, even though I can't stand school, I'm the first person to tell you I hate school with a passion, <laughs> but I know that I need that degree under my belt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm right there where they can listen to me, especially age-wise, because I'm not old. You know, I'm 21. Oh, right. So, But I've lived through a lot of things that a lot of people who are 41 have not. Right. And I see you are working with a magazine doing um, self-esteem things for young girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And tell us about that magazine. Um, the magazine, Girlfriends of Teens of Color, is basically, uh, it, it's just, you know, it's catering towards the, the average colored woman. And when I say color, I don't mean black. I mean Hispanic. I mean Asian, anything of that sort, because we deal with more um, self-esteem issues than the average Caucasian woman. Um, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a lot of different things going on, a lot of different experiences that we go through that they don't. Um, but I'm just catering to girls in general. That's where I kind of started at, being that I'm from Chicago and it's a Midwest-based uh, magazine, and they love how how I have confidence with my size, with my age, with my look, with everything that I that I have. I feel like if anything, you cannot take my confidence. You can't take my word and my confidence. So are you writing articles for the magazine? Or like um, consulting them or what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, consulting. I want to start doing like maybe a blog because I have a form spring, which is like a question and answer, and I get so many girls coming to me, you know, saying, okay, how do I tell my mom this? Or how do I get that relationship with my mom? Me and my mom are not really cool like you and yours, how, you know. And I feel like every girl has a different story. And speaking in general might not answer their questions. So sometimes I want to give that personal one-on-one that they might need. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have anything else coming up that we can be on the lookout for? I know the season two of the reality show is coming up, and what else? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, the campaign for Apple Bottom. And I actually have a couple of other things that I'm working on, waiting on that uh, dotted line to be signed <laughs> before I say right, anything. So you can't tell us but, just yet. 
Mm-hmm, not just yet, but um, I'll definitely keep everyone posted. A lot of people don't realize that I run my own Twitter. You know, it's on my phone. Um, so my Twitter is Kymarae, my Facebook Kymarae. I I'm a very hands-on person, and I feel like nobody can tell you what I have to say but me. And do you have a um, website where we can see your upcoming appearances and things you're mm-hmm. doing? Mm-hmm. That would be kymarae.webs.com. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. The time went by so fast. It was just like talking to a friend. I know, right? I was just looking at the clock like, dang, I've been talking for 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I'm in L.A., and we have some mutual friends, so hopefully we get to meet each other soon. Oh, yeah, cool. I'm in Atlanta right now doing some things, but I'll be back. Oh, okay, (laughs) okay. Well, thank you for being on the show and continued success with everything that you do. Thank you so much. All right, enjoy the rest of your evening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And thank you to Kai Murray for being a fabulous guest this evening. Tune in next week and we'll have more plus industry professionals with stories to not only inspire you but to keep you connected with the Curvy community. If you're interested in advertising on our show or being a guest, visit the website at www.plusmodelradio.com. And if you haven't already, don't forget to join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash plusmodelradio. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting Plus Model Radio. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.